Uh, sunny days, double plays, a Palm Beach baseball podcast. We're back. Um, all right. I guess let's uh let's do this thing. Um, don't have as much energy as normal. Uh, I'm gonna be brutally honest with all of you here. Um, it's eleven o'clock on Friday, August eleventh, as I record this. Um, earlier today. Uh, League president Dave Sally put out a statement saying that, uh, and I'm, and I'm going to read it just verbatim. Uh, it says, quote, It is with great concern that I send this message. All games this weekend have been canceled. It has been decided by myself and officials that our league needs a cooling down period. Uh, this is not a bad thing, as it will be bring awareness to everyone the seriousness of the event. While I hope it's just one week, there is a chance our season is canceled. I am working now to have PBSO detail on hold, but all money already paid for PBSO will be returned if we cannot finish the season. Um, So for those of you that either do not play in the Palm Beach Baseball League and have found this podcast because you like listening to me talk about things um, because of one of my other shows, I'm sorry, I will in a few seconds here go into a little bit more detail on the event that occurred and, and, and how we've gotten to this point. Um, because I think that this is important to talk about. I think this is important to bring not only awareness to the situation, but bring awareness to the amount of work and hassle and time that this decision has taken to make. Um, as well as the, the 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 frustration from you know, and I and I'm only going to speak for Mike Bernier, um, that's me. Um, hello, um, when I when I talk about you know, people that are attacking other other people and attacking Dave, um, but I'm going to get to that in a little bit. Obviously, we'll talk about the recaps of last week's show. No beer league Vegas odds, obviously, as I read that statement earlier uh, that we're not playing this weekend. So we have none of that to talk about. Um, This one may be a little bit more longer. This one may be a little bit more of a free flow of me just uh, kind of rambling on for a little bit. So if you don't want to hear that, I'm sorry, Um, but it is what it is. Um, you guys either listen to the show because you like to hear about the league or you like to hear about your friends that are performing well, or you like to hear, you know, my soothing voice. It's one, it's one of them. I don't know which one it is. Feel free to, to tell me. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Mike Bernier underscore. Follow me on TikTok. Uh, you can, if you're friends with me on Facebook, send me a DM. Any of those, any of those options work. Um, and the thing is, if there's someone that would like to come on this show, eventually because i don't know when the next sunny days and double plays is going to be um there's a part of me that thinks that when i hit that record button a little while ago that uh there's a chance that this might be the last one for a little while and that kind of sucks um not gonna lie i started sunny days and double plays after i went to dave um you know and and brought this idea to him and he was kind of gracious enough to let me do this and take the, take the lead with this. Um, and the first season I did it was, was the dream. Um, I was working a job at the time that I was working nights so I could get people to do interviews on my days off and, and, and at, at during the day, whenever people, you know, lunch breaks, stuff like that. Um, 
then some things changed in my personal life. Um, I went from working days to working nights or mids, uh, vice versa. I'm sorry. I went from working nights to working days. So I'm not getting home until eight or nine o'clock now um, because I'm working like mid shifts basically. And it's hard to get people to commit to do interviews um, at nine, 10 o'clock at night because people have children, people have jobs and they have to go take care of those things. Um, So doing a podcast for free, um, basically, uh, wasn't something that people were, you know, really lining up to do to record at 10 o'clock at night. And I was exhausted from work and I was killing myself there and, you know, doing things to, to make ends meet for my family. Um, and and it, it is what it is, you know, obviously I'll be the first one to tell you that the end game for this show next season if there is a next season and I, and I'm going to keep reiterating that because I think you all need to understand the severity of the situation that's going on right now. Um, I want to get back to doing the, the, the stuff like that. And I'm hopeful that it happens sooner rather than later. We'll see. Um, Sunday afternoon, uh, game between the Braves and the hurricanes um, situation occurred. Uh, there was a back and forth, uh, which led to a altercation. The altercation got taken to a level that I'm going to say is unnecessary. You can disagree with me if you want. That's fine. Um, where something happened that shouldn't have happened. And... That's the thing that people have to remember here. Um, That never should have gotten to that level. Testosterone, heat, anger, frustration, fine. But it got to a level where the cops were called, things happened. And that's a situation that, you know, we got away for a long time with basically patrolling ourselves. You know, the league representative was always Dave in the morning. Um, There really wasn't a league representative during the day. Um, Not even when Lou was running the league. Um, Lou would come in at nine o'clock with his briefcase, trying to collect whoever hasn't paid him league fees. He would leave and come back at 12 o'clock for the 1230 games, do the same thing. And there wouldn't really be a league representative. Um, People kind of patrolled each other. Um, Managers did a good job of trying to do their best to remind people that this is men's Sunday league baseball. Um, that, that, that your second baseman has to go to work tomorrow. And if they don't work on Monday, they're probably working on Tuesday. Um, but it's one of those things where this league has gotten uber competitive. And I love that. I love the fact that we had, 16 teams. I love the fact that you have teams that no matter what their record are, think that, that on any given Sunday, they can go out there and hang with any team in this league. And I love every bit of that. But while I love that, there are things that have gotten way out of line and way too far gone. And there's a lot of people that somehow think 
that this is Dave. That we'd be playing Saturday myself against Mike Blue Jays Thunder slash Sunday, everybody else in the league. And, and we would move on just fine if uh, if he would have just kicked out both teams or suspended them indefinitely or did this, that, or the other. But guys, that, that, that was never, that was never going to happen. The County was never going to let that happen. This has nothing to do with Dave. This has everything to do with the County now making us, the Palm beach baseball league jump through hurdle after hurdle after hurdle because of the decision that was made last Sunday. I spent 40 minutes this morning on the phone with Dave talking about things, had a very good in-depth conversation with Dave and Dave told me some things that I will not repeat on this show out of sheer respect for Dave. Dave also told me some other things that, that he's probably shared with people, but that's, that's not my place. Dave told me about an email that was sent to the county by somebody anonymously that was sent to major news executives, including the the local TV and radio and newspaper that basically portrays us as a frat party. And that's not good. Like, yeah, guys like to hang out. Guys like to, to, to do things, but like, it's not a great look. Not when you're playing on school property. It's, it's it's not a look that is good for the county. And that's the thing. Like everyone just wants to keep piling on Dave. Like this is Dave's decision. Um, PBSO, we got away with not having him for basically the entire time that I've played in this league. And it's one of those things where um, we kind of have to follow what they want us to do in hopes that this is not going to be moving forward. Um, This is almost like probation. And if you screw up again, like they're going to be there inevitably when we play again whether it's this week, whether it's next week, whether it's six weeks from now, who knows when, who knows, who knows when the next baseball game that will be played in this league is, but when we do, they will be there and they will make sure that every person that walks into a dugout is on their best behavior. Because if not, then we will end up having to pay for security every game next season. And I'm going to tell you what, it's not cheap. You're paying a sheriff. You're paying them overtime to be there. We've gotten away with patrolling ourselves for a very long time. And it sucks that 13 teams now are going to have to jump through hurdles to play baseball games. And I will be very transparent about this. And if you want to argue with me, if you want to call me out on it, please send me a message on social media. I will take any conversation that anybody wants to have. I will not run from it. I will invite you on the show and we can have a 
free forum discussion about it if you would like. Not every member of the two teams involved on their roster were involved in the situation. The main situation occurred and Dave will deal with their consequences individually and as a team moving forward. That's a decision that Dave will make after he speaks to the county. And then he will make that decision. But when it comes to having to have security, having to have a league representative there, we have to do that to play baseball because of the situation that happened on Saturday, on Sunday night, Sunday afternoon. Sorry that that upset some people. Sorry that not being able to drink in the dugout upsets people. Sorry that not smoking weed uh, in the dugout upsets some people. Um, but on, but that's a situation that we have to follow those guidelines. Um, there, there, there is a zero tolerance on that. You know, again, managers, messages to managers, you know, here's, here's one that happened yesterday, Thursday afternoon, you know, and, and this is prior to the, the games being canceled, you know, there will be a PBSO officer at St. Lucius for the remainder of the season. County officials and Rangers will be at the field. Players have to leave after their games, not hang out in the parking lot. No alcohol or any substance at the field or in the parking lots. Um, you know, then it's, we have to pay for it. 90% of the league, I believe, if not 100% of the league, got the money to Dave prior to the game being, the games being canceled. Um, and it says right here, there will be a zero tolerance on this. This is a requirement for us to continue playing. But this is a situation that happened. And it didn't just happen in a enclosed environment. There were kids around. There was families around. There have been people who have made it abundantly clear to Dave that they will not bring their family anymore. And as a father of three, um, you know, I understand. I get it. I want my kids there. I want my wife there. I want my friends there. A couple weeks ago, there was a team. We'll not, we'll, we'll not name names because it's not my place. That were having an altercation within themselves. There were punches thrown. Inside the dugout, they started running, basically wrestling out of the dugout. My kids were playing in the dirt at the bullpen. I ran out of the dugout to get in front of my kids, even though that they were 15 feet away from them because something in the heat of the moment, you don't see what's going on around you. I have a five-year-old autistic son. He's not going to know any better. He's going to think that he's that, that, that they're wrestling like daddy watches on TV. He might go try to get involved or he might go run over thinking that it's a fun, it's fun in games. My son doesn't know any better. My son's autistic. I got a three-year-old daughter who will watch her brother go run over there and go, I want to follow Jaja. And now I have both of my kids involved in a situation. Nope. 
not happening. So now I I lose the sense of security. I lose the sense of my wife can come cheer me on. She can watch me push back that sun for just a few more hours where I can act like I was 18 or 19 again and play baseball, the game that I've loved for my entire life. I don't want my kids and wife there anymore. And it's sad to feel that way. It's sad that that sense of security was taken away by other people's decisions. But that's the harsh dose of reality that nobody wants to sit here and think about. That's the harsh dose that everyone wants to keep saying, this is somehow on Dave. This isn't on Dave. This is on the decision of people. Those people are going to have to live with that decision. And if that means they can't play in the league anymore, then so be it. If that means that they're suspended multiple games, so be it. If that means that there are certain teams that have to disband, so be it. The energy and the negativity and the power that should be going on right now should not be directed at the president who's doing everything in his power to sit here and save the league. It should be directed at the people that have brought it to this. The energy and the negativity are focused in the wrong direction. Myself and Dave have had conversations where I have voiced my displeasure on things that Dave has said and done. And Dave has taken every one of my phone calls, listened to my concerns, thought about them, and has had open and willing conversations with me. Do the same thing. Have the conversation with Dave. Don't just send text messages to each other thinking that this is on him. This one ain't on him. This one's on us. As an organization. Is he the head of the organization? Yes. But we are all members of the organization. Dave posted a video. It's three parts. It's a 15-minute listen. I highly recommend that if you have not seen said video, please ask me. I will forward it to anybody. I've forwarded it to my entire team. I'll forward it to you if your manager has not. That's fine. Feel free to hit me up. But I need everybody to understand, when you watch that video, you need to actually watch that video. You need to listen to that video. Because there's a lot that gets said in that video that people will brush off and think, that doesn't affect me. That doesn't affect what I do. And you're flat wrong. And it's unfortunate that that I have to put it in those words. But this is where this has brought me. This, this is where this is like, I've sat here and I've had conversations with multiple people. I've talked to... Ivani, uh, Beer League Vegas odd partner, um, who I haven't had on the show because our work schedules have been so crisscross. And, you know, Ivani's one of my best friends in this world, and I love him to death. And the amount of times that we've had to put in our group chat that, you know, this is bigger than the Palm Beach Blue Jays. This is bigger than the South Florida Beach Bums. This is bigger than, than the, the the heat, the the thunder, the you know, whomever it is, um, this is 
all of us from Dave Sally numero uno to player 5,337 who's on somebody's roster right now. And he says it in the video that, that there's baseball in Palm Beach County, whether it's the Palm Beach Baseball League, whether it's Billy White Shoes Johnson's Tecmo Bowl 94, whatever it is. Any and every league that you think that you could start right now is going to have this blemish on it because it is a men's baseball league. Doesn't matter what the name is. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter who's running it. The county has found us, basically. We were living in our own world, rent-free, scot-free, without having to deal with these situations. Not anymore, guys. Now, now we have to pay the consequences. Now we have to deal with this. And if if it's something that you know, and Dave says it in the video, feel free to watch it again. I'll send it to you guys. You know, is we we being the managers of this league of the teams have to do a better job at getting our guys to chill out, getting our guys to to understand you know rules and things like that letting managers be the ones that go out and argue things rather than just chirping from the dugout. And and that, that, that includes my team. I need to do a better job because I have some guys on my team that say and do things that I cringe. And rather than cringing, I need to tell them, let me handle the situation because I am the manager of the team. And, and again, I, I am not a saint by any state of the imagination. Um, I've been thrown out from a game. Had it rescinded because I won an appeal, but whatever. That that's that's neither here nor there. So you're talking to someone who technically has a ejection on his list this season. And I've had my moments and, and the son is I'm trying to say this without without being that guy. The son the son is kind of a son of a bitch. And it and it's very draining and it's very tiring and it and it takes a toll on people. Um, you know, playing 1230 games and playing four o'clock games and being on the field at the hottest hours of the day for, for a couple weeks in a row. Yeah. There were a couple weeks where, you know, there was, a, there were, there were real people that are like, man, you know, I'm ready to lose my mind. I'm ready to, to, to scream. I'm ready to do things that, that I don't want to do or don't need to do. And I understand it, but. Dave is a thousand percent right in that video where he says, we, the managers of this league have to do a better job. We got away with being our own quote league representatives and our own security because of the trust that we had from the County that our managers were going to do their due diligence in controlling their dugouts. The situation that occurred Sunday afternoon is the exact opposite of that. People are upset that we're not playing this weekend, myself included. Uh, I'll be honest with you. We're going to talk in the recaps. Um, my team is probably coming off the biggest win that we've had all year. All the adrenaline going in the world. And I lose that adrenaline. I lose that drive because now we have to take a week off because of the situation that occurred. 
and it's unfortunate. But now we'll find a way to, to, to move forward eventually. But this is one of those moments where we now have to, to, to think about that, you know, and now I have a week to week plus more depending on what's going on. If we play again, you know, and it sucks. I have all the momentum in the world right now, I feel like, and it just got pulled out from underneath me and it sucks. But the cancellation of the games and the the, the decision to do it today, I believe was 1000% out of Dave's hands. And anyone that is directly upset with Dave because of that is in the wrong. During my conversation with Dave this morning, because I received a message from him last night that said there is a strong chance that my game between the Thunder, because of the double forfeit between the Braves and the Hurricanes, there was a strong chance that my game wasn't going to be played on Saturday night, which I shared that message immediately with my team because they need to know that those things. But then in my conversation with him this morning, Dave, in our conversation, truly thought we were going to play baseball this weekend. Truly thought that we were going to find a way to get games played, to get to the playoffs. And I hung up with him this morning, and it was, I'm getting a call from the county. I'll let you know what they say. Well, letting me know what they said is, is the message that he sent to everybody that our, that our week is over. Um, so I don't think the conversation went as well as we were hoping. And sometimes you have to say, you know what? I think that's a great idea. I think it's great that we need to take a week off. I don't think Dave, I personally, and this is me speaking. I'm not, I'm not trying to put words in Dave's mouth. I think Dave wanted the season to continue, but I don't think that that was plausible per the county. I don't think we were going to find security fast enough with a day and a half notice for a full game, full slate of games on Sunday. I don't think we were going to find somebody for Saturday night. Um, And I think no matter what we did, we had to have them there. And if we did not, we were not playing baseball. I may be wrong. Dave may put out another video and tell me that I'm completely wrong and that's okay. You know, it, it, and, and that's okay. Like, if I'm wrong, I, I'm I'm more than okay with being wrong in that regard. Um, but it's one of those things where you know we we have to we have to do things now with the thought process of saving the league because the league is the most important thing. Whether. I run it, you run it, Billy runs it, Dave runs it. The, the, the league now is priority number one, or it should be, for the people that play in this league. I love this league. I love the friends that I've made. I, I mean, let's let, let's be let's peel the onion back here. I met Ivani through this league. I've grown to love him like a brother. I've gone on vacation with him. You know, I've, I've shared, you know, inner personal things with, with, with that guy. And I met him through this league. Same with, same with push, same with Sam, 
you know, guys, guys that I've, and this is going to sound stupid, but guys that I've, I've met and bonded with over baseball have now become integral parts of my life. And there's a realistic chance that if we don't get our shit together, that ain't happening anymore. You know, sure. There's other leagues. Sure. You want to drive South feel free. You want to drive North feel free. I get to play baseball 15 to 20 minutes away from my house once a week where I get an opportunity to be a kid again. I I don't want to drive an hour to do that. And I'm sorry if you're someone that drives from Port St. Lucie and you drive an hour to play in this league. I apologize. It's not for me. And, And if that's irrational and me being woe is me, then I'll, okay, that's on me. But that's just how I feel about the situation. Um, the final thing that I heard from Dave uh, this evening, um, I texted him. I said, what are the true odds that we play baseball next week? And, you know, that our season isn't over. And I was told that the county is going to reach out to the managers and we're going to have an opportunity to talk to the county about things. Um, and then once those occur, then we'll then we'll – make a decision on one week, two week, red week, blue week. I I think we have to just kind of see where it goes from here. Um, He read me an email that was, uh, that was sent to to him. I believe it was sent to the County, a couple of uh, other non-disclosed parties. Uh, And it's not good. The, the things in this that, that were said in the email are not good. Um, it makes us all look really, really bad. Um, I'm not going to share those details on this show. It's not my place to do it, um, but it's not good. And I may have said some things that, that, that were said in the email, and that's okay, like I've mentioned in the past. But there, there are some other things that I will not mention um, because it's not good. And that's, that's the thing that has to happen here is that people have to remember that this situation isn't good. There's no good that comes out of this, um, you know. So I, I don't know what the next step is. I don't know what the next chapter is. Um, I want to go over the games from last week because I think those games, you know, in themselves deserve um, some recognition because there were some really good games last week. Um, you know, and, and I, and I think that some people need to understand that, that, you know, there's still good, uh, that occurs, um, in this league. Um, it, it's, there's a little bit of a black eye right now and it, it, it hurts. It sucks, but we're, we're going to power through this, you know, as a team and as an organization, um, we'll start Saturday, the 5th of August. Uh, there was two games. The Thunder defeated the Braves by a final score of 14 to two. Uh, it was uh, Abreu got the start, went two and a third. He allowed no hits, one run, walking one and striking out three. Joe Farrow threw two and two thirds, allowing two hits, a run, walking two and striking out five. Um, there was six total hits and nine total walks uh, that helped the Thunder score in every inning that was played in the 14-2 win. Cleveland Westbrook, Eric Gar- Eric Gormley, uh, Keaton Ijams, Joe Farrow, 
Eric Abreu and Anthony Aletta had hits with Aletta driving in two. Um, Aletta hit a home run, his first on the year. Uh, for the Braves, uh, two hits, one by Juan Hernandez and one by uh, Martinez. Uh, Reese got the start, went two innings, allowed two hits, four runs, one earned, walking two and striking out two. The other game uh, on the Saturday slate saw the Korea Bay Stars defeat the Red Sox by a final score of 6-5 to five in walk-off fashion. The game-winning one was driven in on a Eduardo Del Toro pop-up as he reached first base by, via air, scoring two runs to help the Stars win the game. Other stats from the game. For the Red Sox, it was uh, Austin Price who got the start. He went eight and two-thirds, allowing 12 hits, six runs, only one of which was earned, walking one and striking out 12. Uh, for the Stars, Romero got the start. He went six, allowing six hits, four runs, three earned. George got the win in relief, going the final three, allowing three hits, a run, walking two, and striking out one. Uh, Hernandez had three hits. Barcelo had two. Abreu had two. Uh, Eduardo Del Toro had one. Romero had one. Estada had one. Velasquez and Josh Rivera all had hits. For the Red Sox, nine hits. Uh, McCormick had two. Uh, Jonathan Rivera had one. Mack and Perez each had two. Tommy Smith had one and an RBI. The Sunday slate saw the Diamondbacks defeat the Warriors by a final score of 14 to nothing. Five in the first, four in the third, five in the fourth uh, powered the Diamondbacks to the victory. Kenny Silverstreet went three, allowing one hit, one walk, striking out two and picking up the win. Uh, Williams went two, allowing a hit and striking out three. 17 total hits for the Diamondbacks. Uh, Wade Lachelle had one. Rob Buskey had two. Spencer with two. KJ Ventry with two. Conrad and uh, Watson each had three. McKay Griffin had one. Check out McKay's podcast uh, if you're haven't already. Uh, you can follow that on any of his social medias. Uh, good show. Listen to a couple episodes. I think it's a great show. Check it out. You like baseball? You'll enjoy it. Uh, Omar Garcia had two hits. Uh, and Donahue, Mitch Mitchell, had a hit in his return. Uh, I'm not going to say that it, it, but I would have said that this after the way it ended was the game of the week, but I'm going to be impartial. I can't be impartial because I was involved in it. Um, it was a back and forth barn burner. Um, it, it was a fun one. Final score, seven, six in favor of us over the, uh, over the beach bums. They scored two in the first. We countered with one. Uh, we tied it in the bottom of the second. They took the lead back in the second, scored again in the fourth. Uh, three big runs for us in the bottom of the eighth. Uh, they scored one to take the lead in the top half of the ninth before we were able to walk it off. Um, great battle. I loved every minute of it. I've, I've said that to Dave uh, we, when we were talking earlier today. You know, that, that that's a game where down and down and down and down, and then we, we found a way to claw back in the eighth, and then they, they found a way to take it the lead in the ninth and, you know, a lot of times there are teams like when that happens, they fall down and they don't get back up. And I said this on the Blue Jays Instagram page that I couldn't be prouder of my guys for for fighting the way that they did um, and clawing back in that game. Um, super excited about that. Uh, David Riccio got the start for us. He went six, allowing nine hits, five runs, two of which were earned. Walking one and striking out four. Michael Alonso came in in relief through three, allowed three hits, a run, um, a walk, and walk, struck out one. He picked up the victory in relief. 
uh, for the bums, Zach Mendergren, Mendergren. Sorry, I, I may be butchering that. Dave, feel free to yell at me later. Uh, he went the front five, allowed seven hits, two runs, both earned, walking none and striking out four. Dylan Love went three innings, allowing four hits, three runs, striking out three and walking one. Mike Wasong uh, made his return, going two-thirds of an inning, allowing three hits, two runs, both earned, um, and taking the loss uh, via the walk-off. Um, you know, the, the the ninth was a was a was a rally for us. Um, a little jam job jam job single uh, over the third baseman's head. Uh, great bunt from Max. Um, you know that would be overlooked uh, if you just looked at the score sh- at, at the scorebook. Um, but a bunt that was was put in the right place that got uh, Derek to third. Or should we got Derek to second? Uh, Carmine big hit his. His second hit of the game uh, drove in a run. Uh, Sam moved him over on a really weird looking swing, but it worked. And then, uh, you know, Armin, you know, our, our, you know, team, team leader in, in hits and, and average and stuff like that came through in a big situation and uh, was able to, was able to get the job done uh, driving in the game winner. Um, You know, I can't, like I said, I can't be, any more proud of those guys. Um, Carmine had two hits. Sam had two hits. Push had three. Uh, Thick had one. Camacho had one. Uh, George, um, who has been dying for a game like this, drove in two big runs in the eighth to tie the game up. Um, I didn't get a video of that because uh, David decided to not film that. Yeah, I'm calling you out on the podcast, David. Way to go, you bum. Uh, Matt Thiel, who we picked up. Uh, from the draft uh, earlier this season, two big hits for us. Um, you know, he's starting to swing it. Um, yeah, it, it was a good, it was a good one all around for the bums. Uh, Siriano had two, it was two for five. He laced a double down the right field line. Um, you know, Carmine got the ball in quick, <clears throat> you know, Derek let go a great throw um, play at the plate ball. Just wasn't in the right spot for our catcher to make a play, you know, Great baseball play all around. Uh, John DeLue, three for four. He stayed hot with an RBI. Nunez, one for four with two RBIs. JB had an RBI. Um, you know, uh, all in all, um, a great game. I loved it. I loved being a, p- a small part of it. Um, but it was one of those where I really felt like that was a game that what well, was a lot of fun to be a small part of and uh, was super excited to, to have fun uh, once again in that game. So, can't say enough uh, positive about that. Uh, the Angels defeated the Marlins 5-4. Um, Ryan Romero went five, allowing six hits, three runs, two of which were earned, walking two and striking out three. Vidalis, Vidal's went four, allowing a hit, a run. It was earned, walking one with no strikeouts to pick up the victory for the Angels. Uh, Ray Jimenez went one for two. Uh Durante went two for three. Ryan Romero went two for three. Macias uh, had a hit for the Angels, for the Marlins. Ruby went one for four. Uh, Tyler Lavery went one for three. Um, Carbonell went one for three. Edgar Tovar one for three. Um, and that was the hitting stats for the Marlins. The Heat were able to feat, to defeat, excuse me, the Caribe Stars final score eight to three. Uh, the the he got out to a fast start, scoring three in the top of the first, and never looked back. Uh, it was one of those games where you know it, it once they once they had the lead, they they really 
kind of pulled away in the uh, middle innings. Mike Cardona, two for five. Jeff Houston, three for five. Drew Pascal, one for four with two RBIs. Um, Carey had a hit. Collins had a hit. Perez had a hit. Steven Skeen had two. Toledo had a hit. Uh, Ramos had a hit. Uh, Jonathan Pace had a, had a double and two RBIs. Um, Nick Ham went the distance, allowing uh, four hits, three runs, all earned, walking four and striking out eight. Josh Rivera, seven and a third, uh, ten hits, five runs. They were earned, walking three and striking out four. Uh, only four total hits from the Caribe Stars. Hernandez, uh, Estada, Barrow, and, jo- uh, excuse me, and Calvo had the hits for the Caribe Stars. The Marlins defeated the JEG Reds with two in the bottom of the eighth uh, to win three to two. Um, starting pitcher was Rogers. He went seven, allowing 10 hits, two runs, both earned, walking three and striking out four. Dominguez went an inning in two thirds, picked up the victory in relief, uh, allowing three hits, a walk over the game. Uh, Garvis Romero went eight, allowed six hits, three runs, two of which were earned, walking one and striking out six for the Reds in a pitcher's duel. Uh, Eddie went one for three. Tyler went two for three. Edgar went one for two. Correa one for three with two RBIs. Pearson had a hit for the six hits for the Marlins. Uh, 13 total hits for the Reds. Isturis, Nelson, Correa, Garvis, Gordillas, Sanchez, and Ruiz all had hits with uh, Valencia having two and Anthony Mujica having four. Um, RBIs for Isturis and Nelson for the Reds. Um, that was the Reds' second loss of the season. Uh, congratulations to the Marlins for winning a tough, uh, hard-fought game. Um, both of those teams are really good. I can't I can't say anything other than that. Um, I have all the respect in the world for those two teams. Uh, the Thunder defeated the Astros' final score of 12-2. to It was a six-run first and a never-look-back attitude for uh, Mike and the Thunder. Eric Abreu started went three, allowing four hits, one run. It was earned, walking one and striking out five. Guy Pachacho went four, picked up the victory in relief, allowing three hits, one run. It was unearned, striking out two. Cole went two innings, allowing two hits and striking out two. Abreu had two doubles. Michael M.J. Jordan had a double. Eric Gormley had three hits. Uh, oh, where's that at? Uh, Cole had two hits. Anthony Aletta had was one for three with two RBIs. Garcia had an RBI. MJ had two RBIs. Mike DeLue was one for four with an RBI. Uh, for the Astros, uh, Rira went three for four with two RBIs. Sanchez had a base hit. Number 11 had a base hit. Rojas had a base hit uh, for the offense for the Astros. And the last game uh, saw the Sugar Kings defeat the Palm Beach Red Sox via a final score of four to one. So the standings currently uh, on the Palm Beach Baseball website, which I suggest you go there um, because I don't necessarily know how to do double forfeit in the uh, game changer uh, as I'm not the most logical guy in the world here. Um, currently the Thunder are in first 14-0 and three, the Reds at 16-2 and one. The Beach Bums are in third 11-5 and one. The Sugar Kings are at 12 and seven. The Blue Jays are at 11 and seven. Marlins at nine and eight, Hurricanes nine nine and one, the Angels at eight and nine, the Red Sox also at eight and nine, Heat at seven ten and one, the Astros at seven and eleven, Diamondbacks six ten and one, Caribe Stars sit at six and twelve, the Braves are at five and twelve, and the Warriors currently sit at two and fifteen. So that is your trip around the recap. That is your 
trip um, around the standings. Um, I got a few minutes left before I sign off of here. Um, no beer league Vegas odds um, because there, there are no games to talk about. Uh, we have nothing to do. Um, so I'm going to speak freely one final time before I wrap this bad boy up. Um, I want you guys to understand that I love doing this show. I love being a small part of your week. I love whenever you guys text me and you're mad at me because I didn't put up a show. Um, that makes me happy. It makes me smile. It makes me, makes me feel like you guys wanting to hear this just a small bit and makes your guys weeks week more enjoyable. Um, and that keeps me motivated to do this stuff. Um, but this, this show was a little bit harder to do. Um, and I don't know if it's the uncertainty of when we'll speak again. That, that gets me to that point. Um, it sucks. It's not fun. It's not fun having to, to do this show like this. Um, I'll be honest with you. The only other time that I really had a, a show that felt this, this serious was when, you know, Mike gave me the news about Sean and that was, that was, that was a really rough show to record. Um, and I, and I wasn't friends with Sean on that level, but I knew Ivani was, I knew other guys were, and I knew how much they were hurting. And that was a show that, that, hurt to, to, to do. Um, this one sucks. This, this one wasn't a fun show. I normally have fun with these shows. I normally write out my shows during the week when I'm at work doing nothing. You know, this is, this is when I normally write out, you know, the recaps and doing things. I did this one straight from the hip. Uh, I opened up my phone while I was sitting here and I literally read off the box course to you guys. That's why it doesn't sound crisp. That's why it doesn't sound clean. That's why it doesn't sound anything more than a raw, emotion because that's what it is this is this is me peeling the layer back and showing you guys raw and truthful emotion um i can only hope that this break is just this week and that sometime next week i get to uh get to put these headphones back on and i get to sit at this microphone and i get to talk to you guys about the palm beach baseball league um, cause I enjoy doing that and I enjoy being a small piece of, of your guys's week and your guys's fun and, you know, sharing clips with your friends because I said your name and how great of a day you had at the baseball field. Um, I wrap this up the only way I think I can. And it's. This league needs every one of us to survive. It needs the guy who's in charge to the guy who's the head of umpires to the umpires to the coaches to the players. And I think people need to understand that without any of those this is impossible. This is a moment where we as a collective unit need to come together to save 
our league. The choice is your guys's. I know where I stand. I know where 90% of my team stands. I know where some other guys stand because I've had conversations with some. I don't know where others stand because I have not had conversations with them. If they would like to contact me, they all have my phone number. If not, again, find me on social media. I'm not a hard guy to find. I answer everybody. I'll have a conversation. But I leave you all, hopefully not for the final time. I hope I get to talk to you guys again in a couple days. Until then, Mikey B, enjoy your sunny days and your double place. Good night.